No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Printing to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. So you guys may know or remember that I was a runner, and I started running track with CYO back in fourth grade. Uh, And I didn't know too much about the sport except to go as fast as I could go. And this was probably like 1986, 87, I don't know, somewhere in that ballpark. So my dad would always come to the meets and my mom too. My mom was always a big cheerleader, but my dad would come and he would film every meet. And back in the day, if you remember, they had these massive cameras to record. So my dad on his right shoulder would have this massive camera. And then on his left shoulder, he would have the bag that contained literally half the VCR because that's what you had to take with you to make it all work. So he would record all of my races. And then at the end of the day, you know, we would go home and we would critique them and we would watch them in slow motion and all this kind of stuff. And I took to nat- I took pretty naturally to running. I, you know, would usually win my heats. And I didn't understand when we got to the award ceremony that I was getting ribbons for second, third, fourth place. And I would go over to my dad and I would be all upset. And I'd be like, dad, I know I won. Why am I getting these ribbons that are not blue? You know? And and he would always say to me, because you're racing the clock. And it took me probably like the first two years of being a runner to understand that even when you're out in front, you're still racing the clock. And when we would watch the videos and especially in slow motion or something like that, you could always hear my dad yelling, don't look back because I would run like the 400, which is once around the track or the 200, which is half the track. So it was always like, you know, you're running on the turns and stuff. So when you're on the turns, it's very tempting to turn around and look at what your competition was doing. And when you're out in front, you don't see them, especially on the staggered track. Okay. So when we would watch this in slow motion, you could see that when I would turn around to look at my competition, my head would turn, my shoulders would turn, my upper body would turn. And as a result, my stride would be affected. And when it comes to track, every 10th of a second matters. And so I was losing precious time because I was too concerned about what my competition was doing and how close were they. Instead of facing forward and running my own race. 
In today's Bible passage, Jesus talks about just how serious a commitment it is to follow him. And I'm going to reread it in case you missed the opening. No one, Jesus said, no one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. So in other words, once you decide that you want to follow God's will for your life, you need to face forward and run your own race. If you were looking back at what you left behind, you are not fit for the task. So this is repeated in the gospels when Jesus is asking his disciples to drop everything, drop their nets. Like this is a huge deal to literally walk away from your livelihood and say, yes, I'm going to follow you. And if you're looking back at what you've left behind, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about what in your life is causing you to look around, look around and kind of like lose your stride, not face forward. Um, I, I call it comparison. And this time of year, I think there's a lot of comparison that goes on. You know, I'm already getting the texts about, you know, what teacher did your kid get and what what classes are they in? You know, what colleges are you looking at for your son? And it's like, oh my gosh, like we're just like trying to get through each day, you know? And, um, you know, you can start feeling kind of yucky with all this comparison, you know? And, you know, and then the, there's the year round comparison that, you know, the woman that you might see out and about who's got the great bod and her kids are well-behaved or, you know, the friend that has the magazine worthy home, or, you know, maybe you and your friend have started businesses roughly at the same time. And yet hers is thriving and you're like, what am I doing? You know? And it's just, it's hard not to compare, you know, like with podcasting, I'm in podcasting courses and it's like, it's hard not to compare when people put their numbers up. You're like, hmm, what are my numbers? You know, and you think like, well, we've been kind of doing this for the same number of months and their downloads are this and mine is this. And it's like, you know, you can get distracted, um, you know, and I think the final example would just be like the woman that it just seems like everything comes easy to her. You know, it's very easy to compare to these different types of situations or people that we might either just see on Facebook or we might know in real life. Um, but here's where the comparison stops and we are all created equal. The first thing is God loves each of us more than we are capable of understanding. It's beyond human comprehension. I always say to my kids, I love you so much, but it's nothing compared to what God loves you. You know, like my husband was just telling me about this bug that like, I don't know, it's, it like, cicadas eat it and then they dive into the ground and then they eat the eggs from this die they lay their eggs in this dying thing and I, I said to my husband can you imagine how much god must love us if he designed this bug to rely on this other bug's death and then then like laying eggs and like it's just amazing like what went into the creation just imagine what he was thinking when he created us and the love that's behind that creation right? So that's the one um, place where I believe we're all created equal. The other thing that no one has gotten out of is having a cross to bear. So every single person on the face of this planet has been given a cross to bear. And everybody has also been given, you know, 
God's will for their life. You have free will to follow it or not to do what God's called you to do. Um, but he definitely has a plan for every single life. And I skipped a part about talking about the crosses. Everyone's cross is the perfect weight for us. So my cross is different from your cross, but my cross is perfectly weighted for me. And it's heavy enough to build the muscles that I'm going to need to do what he's calling me to do. And yet it's light enough for me to make sure I finish the race and cross that finish line. When you feel the need to look around and compare, I want you to imagine, um, and I, I saw this image oh, years ago um, on like a, it wasn't called a meme back then, but it was just like a, maybe an email that had kind of circulated at the time. And it was an image that I'll never forget. It had everybody piling their cross in the, like in a big pile, right? So let's say you could take your cross off and just put it in a pile. And everybody that you've compared yourself to is doing the same thing. Everyone's putting their cross in the pile and you are free to take back your own or you're free to take one from someone else. Would you pick a different one? Maybe you would, but guess what? If it were too light, you wouldn't build the muscles needed to do the work that God has designed you to do. And if it was too heavy, you would be defeated. So instead of comparing, I encourage you to take up your own cross, pull your own back out of the pile, set your hand to the plow, don't look back. And when your race is over, you'll be fit for the kingdom of God. Have a great day, ladies. And I will see you on Saturday with my five minute declutter with me podcast. And don't forget to sign up for the wait list. If you're interested in taking my course this fall, I'll be reaching out to people within the next week or so that are on that wait list. All right. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to announce that this fall, I'll be conducting another round of my signature coaching course, Pruning to Prosper. It's an eight-week group coaching course where we dive deep into the woman God is calling you to be. We spend the first week talking about who you're called to be and the next seven weeks really doing the work of decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, implementing routines, finding your tribe, working on mindset, talking about abundance, and sharing your gifts. If this sounds like something you would love to be part of, please click on the link in the show notes to be added to my waitlist and you'll be the first to know when the doors open. Have a great day.